Crush up, bam, bam, lemon make land. Dino Sunny here, aka Kabeasha, coming at you with World MMA Factories Podcast episode number 64. Sorry, I'm coming in late on this one. See if this light makes things different. Oh, uh, it's kind of cool. I don't even need it really. I uh, I uh, I um, uh, didn't turn, didn't put on my my you know my my light light my professional light. So uh, but this is cool. I think this is light enough. It's perfect. We good. We good money. So yeah, this weekend we got some fights, man. World MMA Factory Podcast episode number 64 this week for picks on Alexander Gustafson against Anthony Smith. That's tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. These fights are in Sweden, in Stockholm, so they are earlier. Obviously, it is during the day, in the morning. Uh, the, the, the prelims start 10 a.m., and then the main card is at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You already know this is gonna be a sick card. I'm very, very excited about this card, guys. It's um, it's gonna be fun. It's a hell of a lot of exciting fights on you, man. Well, I can't wait to go through it, through it with you, and uh, and then and go through my picks. <clears throat> um, and then we're gonna touch up on some news, like we always do, you know. Touch up on some current MMA news. Go to MMAfighting.com. You already know. You know what we do out here. Last week I missed you guys. I'm sorry, but there was nothing really going on anyway. So uh, there was no fights or anything, so that's fine. Uh, and uh, now we got a couple of we got we're looking at a, ahead of a uh, I'm mumbling. I apologize. We're looking ahead of you know towards a couple of weeks of fights now in a row. I think I'm pretty sure. And then we got we also got uh, Bellator coming up, and then you know on the fifteenth is gonna be good. So the main event, Alexander Gustafson against Anthony Smith. We both know these both both these guys fought John Jones. They both lost to John Jones. Alexander Gustafson could have beaten them that first fight against John Jones. Uh, I thought I thought he might have had it. The second fight definitely got beat. Uh, Anthony Smith, you know, got worked by John Jones. It's number two against number four. Gustafson was number two. <coughs> I love Anthony Smith, and styles make fights. So you never want to pick like this. So maybe you don't want to bet on this. Or maybe you do. I don't know. I might. <clears throat> uh, styles make fights, right? So you never want to, you know, you don't want to pick things like this. But Alexander Gustafson is the number two light heavyweight in the world, in my opinion, right after John Jones. He's the closest person to John Jones. Anthony Smith is number four. Just like his numbers, he's number four. I don't think, just judging off of the way they both fought John Jones. I don't think Anthony Smith has a chance against Gustafson. I think Gustafson just outworks him and out, out, out just beats him. Uh, I hate to pick like that. Like I said, styles make fights. So you don't pick, you know, this guy beat this guy last fight and the other guy lost to that guy last fight. You don't want to pick like that. But in this situation, I'm picking like that. I'm going with Alexander Gustafson via decision over Anthony Smith. And I'm going off of it just, off of, just based off on the fact of how they fought John Jones and and Alexander Gustafson being the number two, legitimately the number two light heavyweight in the world, in my opinion. He's the number two best light heavyweight right after after John Jones, <clears throat> as long as uh, Daniel Daniel Cormier stays up in heavyweight. So I got Alexander Gustafson via decision. 
Then we got, I think Alexander Gustin is going to be, you know, take him down, going to outwork him, outbox him. You know, I mean, you know, I don't think he's going to beat Anthony Smith the way John Jones did, but I think Alexander Gustin pulls it off. Then we got co-main event Jimmy Manoa against Alexander Rakic. Alexander Rakic from the Balkans, uh, from Serbia, I think. <clears throat> Jimmy Manuel is a beast from England. He got sick hands. Uh, very, very exciting fighter. He's won some loss from, you know, anytime he's in there, he's going to put on a show. It's it's uh, it's good stuff, man. Uh, I don't know who to pick. You know, I love Alexander Rakic. I think he's a beast. And I think he's a force to be reckoned with. I just don't know. I don't want to pick against Jimmy Manoa. <clears throat> you know, this is tough. I'm going to stay stay with my Balkan pride. I want to stay with Alexander Rakic, but I don't know. I'm going to go with Alexander Rakic if we had a decision. I think Alexander could beat him. I think Alexander's going to be on the rise and, and, and be a contender in that in that light, light uh, heavyweight uh, weight class. Then we got Maquan Amarkani against Chris Fishgold at Featherweight. Maquan Amarkani, Amarkani, I don't know if you guys have watched this guy fight. He's very exciting. does crazy stuff in there. And he ends up just finishing fights off of his crazy things that he does. Uh, I got Maquan Amarkani via, via KO, TKO. I just don't know what round he gets it in. But um, Amarkani... Makwani or Makan, Makwan or Makani wins <laughs> via KO or TKO. Then we got Damid Hajovic, another Balkan guy, against Christos Kiagos. Christos Kiagos is a beast, so is Damid Hajovic. Damid Hajovic is, is, is a warrior, man. I'm going with Damid Hajovic for your decision. Damid Hajovic for your decision. I think Damid outworks him. Then we got Daniel Taymor. Against Song Bin Yo, Daniel Tamar is aggressive, excellent. His other brother fights in there too, fights the same style, very aggressive, in your face, sick Muay Thai. But I think I'm going with uh, I'm going with Song uh, <clears throat> Bing John. This one, I think he's the good-looking Asian guy that uh, that uh, has got the skills, and, and the UFC is trying to put some stock into him. I think Daniel Tamar is. Is a stepping stone for this guy. I think they're, they're trying to build this dude. I'm pretty sure. So he's like that Asian Sage Norcutt or something. And the man is beautiful. <laughs> so I got Sung Bing Joe. I think he wins. Uh, I don't know how he wins, but I think he wins. <clears throat> then we got the prelims. We got Rostam, Rostam Akman against Sergey Kandosko. Kandosko. <clears throat> These guys are beasts, man. Sergey, Sergey looks like a beast himself, but Rustman Akman, I tell you what, man, this man has got some crazy body hair. I mean, it looks like a sweater that that uh, should come in a V neck. He should probably shave some of that stuff, but I mean, he's got the look. He's got that 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 uh, <clears throat> Persian Persian look going, so it works for him. I'm going to go with Rastaman, Rastam Akman. I haven't seen this guy fight that much, but his record is sick and he looks like a beast. And uh, I, I think we're about to see a new new featherweight animal uh, with this card. I think Rastam, Rastam Akman wins. I just don't know if it's decision or, or what, but I think he wins. Tanya Avenger against Linda Landsberg. I got Tanya Avenger via decision. Stevie Ray against Leonardo Santos. Leonardo Santos. I got Leonardo Santos. 
via decision. Then we got Nick Hine against Frank Camacho. Ooh, Nick Hine coming back doing the damn thing. I think Nick Hine just fought recently. Frank Camacho is a beast. Uh, much respect to Frank Camacho, but I got Nick Hine on this one. I don't know how he does it. I think he pulls off a, a, a decision win, honestly. Uh, then we got Bia Maleki against Duda Santana. <clears throat> Can't give you a pick on that one. I don't know a lot about these girls, but, uh, you know, as we say in the gym, uh, if you don't know who to pick, one of them is black, bet on the black guy or the girl. <laughs> bet, on the back, bet on the black athlete. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm betting on the African. Even though I don't think she is African, but she's black. And uh, I'm going to bet on black. Uh, then we got Darko Stosic against Devin Clark. Darko Stosic looks like a beast. I got Darko Stosic light heavyweight bout, maybe via KOTKO. Then we got Joel Alvarez against Danilo Belardo. I got, you know, who I got? I don't even know on this one, honestly. It's it's, uh, it's either way. I've seen both these guys fight, but uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll go with Danilo. I got Danilo on this one, and then that's it. I don't know if there's any early plea to watch on ESPN. There is no early prelims. That's it. That's the card right there, man. It's beautiful. It's going to be exciting. Kiagos, I haven't shown the world what I can do. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it, my man. Yeah, it's going to be a good card, guys. It's, it really is. It's, it's going to be exciting. Uh, all these fights I, I feel like we're going gonna to put on the show is, uh, is going to be... Uh, it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be a fun card. Sorry, I'm just reading some of this news and getting sidetracked. Yeah, you know, Alexander Gustafson, I gotta go with my man Alexander, man. I can't I can't I can't pick against him. You know who has he lost to? He's lost five. Let's see if if the UFC site is on point with with Sean. You know, he lost obviously we know he lost to Jones. Then then he lost to DC, I believe. Yeah, he lost to DC. He lost to Rumble. You know, he he lost to the, some of the best guys. Then he lost to Jones. You know, he lost to Rumble and Jones twice in DC. Yeah, man. I mean, this guy's a killer. He's a killer. And uh, I just I can't go against him. Just, you know, he's the closest thing, the closest person to ever get to beating John Jones, the greatest fighter of all time, in my opinion. And, uh, I just can't. I can't go against him. This it will be a, a tough thing to do for me. Six five, eighteen and five record. He's a beast, the molar. I think he still got it, man. You know, there was questions about him. Maybe he lost it after that John Jones fight. Does he still have fighting him? This that. But I think he does, and I think he's going. He's going. Uh, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure he's gonna run through Anthony Smith. I think so. No offense to Anthony Smith. I think he's a beast, man. I got a number of respect for him, but that's what I think is gonna happen. That's what I think. That's it, guys, for this card, man. This is going to be fun. I'm telling you, that co-main event, Jimmy Manuel against Alexander Rakic, don't miss out. This card is going to be fun. I'm telling you. There's going to be some KOs on here. I am excited. I'm waking up early in the morning. I'm going to the gym and coming back just so I can watch this. That's, I guess, how highly I think of this card. It's pretty stacked. And, you know, a lot of these names are not names that you would know, that most of you would know, but... uh. It is. They're, they're, they're sick names for, for the MMA enthusiasts, the guys that don't that, that know the game. 
and a, and a fun, fun fights, just like the co-main event, man. Jimmy Rano against Rockets. That's going to be, well, you know, these guys are going to go after it. And uh, Cejudo versus Marais. The Bantamweight title is on the line in Chicago. That's exciting. <clears throat> That'll be good. The Bantamweight title. Oh, man, these little guys. Cejudo's bringing, bringing some eyes back to this. The 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 little the the low weight classes. Uh, that's it for this call, guys. Uh, bet on my picks, maybe don't. I don't know. I'm betting on that main event. I got Gustafson all day. Uh, actually, I'm not betting. It's Ramadan, but if I was, if it wasn't, I would be betting on Gustafson. And that's it, guys. That's my predictions for UFC Gustafson UFC Fight Night. I, I think it is a fight night. UFC Fight Night Gustafson versus Smith. Tomorrow, June 1st, prelim start at 10 a.m. on ESPN2, and then ESPN Plus, the main card starts at 1 p.m. <clears throat> Time to go to MMAfighting.com to check out some uh, current MMA news on athletes and what's going on. So let's see what's going on here. John Gotti III, passing on big league opportunities. I go to MMAfighting.com, published by SB Nation. John Gotti III, passing on big league opportunities ahead of UFC Fight Pass debut. So, I don't know if you guys know who John Gotti is. He's, he's uh, <clears throat> you know, John John Gotti's great-grandson or something like that. He's part of the Gotti family over there. He's been fighting in New York MMA and, and, and uh, doing the damn thing. I don't know what his record is. Uh, I think he's got a couple of losses, a couple of wins. Uh, what is his record? He said, no, we're going to read We're gonna read some of this, but let me look up this man's record real quick. So, John Gotti the third fast finishes fool you. Fast finishes fool you. He's not in a rush to make the jump to the major leagues just yet. Gotti's taking care of business in three pro bouts so far, winning each by knockout and increasingly shorter time. Most recently, he needed just 28 seconds to punch out Josh Zuckerman at a classic entertainment sports MMA show. Combined with infamous family name Gotti, grandson notorious John Gotti's understanding welterweight. Gotti makes his UFC Fight Pass debut on Friday at SES. 56 in Hartford, Connecticut. Is that this Friday? Tell me that's this Friday. I want to watch that. It is this Friday. Hartford, Connecticut against David Espino the third. He's most experienced opponent yet, three and two. So, <clears throat> you know, he hasn't had some some crazy experienced fighters. So, you know, we'll see. But uh, guy who splits time between Pans MMA Sarasa and Long Island MMA has a plan and is sticking to it. It's all about patience for me, Gotti told MMAfighting.com. I don't know exactly when I'm ready. I train with enough guys like Gregor Gillespie, Ryan LaFran, Chris Wade of, of, of the Chris Wades of the world. I see level these guys are at and I'm making strides every day, pro progressing every day in the game. I don't know exactly when I'm ready. I'm not in a rush here. I'm looking to get as many fights as I can on the regional circuit here. Hopefully you get some solid rounds and against tough guys. Tough competition. I like the way this man thinks, man. Uh, I love I love the way he thinks. Uh, uh, I hope that fight is tonight because I will be watching it. But I love the way he thinks. Uh, George St. Pierre approached by WWE would consider special appearance. Of course he would. Why wouldn't he? The money. Nick Newell definitely expects to be in UFC by the end of 2019. I don't know if you guys know who Nick Newell is, but he's the guy that, that's missing an arm. But he's just... A, Fighting with one arm and beating dudes, you know, he had his UFC chance, but I think he lost. But uh, I, I think he's gonna make it. He's gonna he's gonna be in there for sure. Number of respect for this guy. Uh, Chris uh, he, Chris Cyborg versus Felicia Spencer announced for two 
two UFC two forty. Okay, okay, I like it. I'll take it. What else is going on? What's up with this news, man? You know, UFC Stockholm Q and A. Were these guys supposed to fight, or maybe they're covering? Maybe there's. Uh, no, I guess they're not fighting. I, I, maybe uh, no time was supposed to fight, but I guess he's not. Ottoman as a terrorist team, like I said, if you see two four two in Abu, Abu Dhabi, Dubai, okay. Let's see, Alexander George accepts sixty months. You saw Alex Georgies accepts sixty months. You saw the suspension. Oh, I don't know if you guys know, but um, uh, what the hell is his name? Got got cut. A bunch of people got cut. I think um, Lineker. I'm pretty sure Lineker got cut. Uh, Theodoro, Elias Theodoro got cut, which is very, very crazy because he's had a, a bunch of wins. You know, he's got an eight and three record or something like that. He's got a winning record, but I think, uh, you know, even though he's got a winning record, maybe the style's not the most exciting style in the UFC. You know, they have to pay these guys, so they probably want to save that money and pay on an up and coming talent that they want that they want to push in. And uh, and you know, a lot of people are talking about this Elias Theodoro. I don't know if you guys know who Elias Theodoro is the Spartan. He eight and three record. He's fought. He beat some good guys. Lost a couple good guys. Uh, did that underwear modeling thing. Stud, handsome, beautiful hair. Got cut, you know. And he's had a winning record. He, but uh, the UFC contract, the stipulations in that contract is they could cut you after any loss. It doesn't matter. It could be your third fight in the contract, second, first. If you lose, they could cut you. So he lost his last one. They cut him. And I think it's just, you know, he's not the most exciting style. He's good, he's awkward, and does things to win, but not the most exciting style. And then on top of that, there's guys that are, that, that are up and coming that, are, that the UFC is bringing up that they want to invest in. They want to put their money in. So, you know, it's business. They got to cut out. You know, they're paying some good money. Elias is making six figures and more. So, you know, they got to cut out and probably want to give that money somewhere else. I, I get it. It's business. They're on ESPN now. They want exciting very, very exciting, and then Elias Theodore is amazing, he's skilled and talented and everything, but not the most exciting. So, you know, I get it, but I, I, I have no doubt that Elias is going to go make a <clears throat> make crush it in Bellator or one or something like that. I really think he's going to do well. So, you know, he also was the big guy, big proponent of, of, uh, of fighting for legal, you know, making sure that weed is legal and fighters can smoke weed that it doesn't show up on the USADA drug test. So, you know, we'll see. Illyria Latif withdraws from UFC Stockholm co-main event due to injury. Yeah, man, that would have been a fun fight. I love Illyria Latifi. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, guys. UFC champion Jessica Andrade arrived at gunpoint in Brazil. Wow. So Jessica Andrade, the one that just KO'd Thug Rose with that crazy, spot, crazy slam, I guess got robbed at gunpoint. Reached the top of 155. Okay, let's see what happened. What happened here? Andrade was driving her dark gray Honda HRV in a la car with her wife Fernanda Gomez in the passenger seat. When criminals stopped her and robbed the car and her smartphones, Gomez revealed on social media. Andrade's coach Gillard Bernardo told them fighting they are both fine despite the scare. The UFC fight fighter had car insurance, Bernardo said. Wow, man. It's just Brazil is crazy. Brazil is one of the scariest places on earth right now. That, Mexico, and probably some. Middle Eastern country that's going through a war right now, but Brazil is crazy. It's crazy what's going on in Brazil. You gotta be a bad, you know, 
gotta be bad motherfucker to be in there. Excuse my language. Some of those, some of those hoods and everything, they got some bad dudes in there. So, uh, Judge Gondaz, I'm glad you didn't get hurt. You know, these things are just things, and you had insurance, so none of it matters. You know, as long as you're safe. Uh, what else is going on in the news? Team says fighters innocent of ex-wife's assault allegations. Alex Oliveira's team says fighters innocent of ex-wife wife's assault allegations. A lot of assault allegations going around with MMA fighters, man. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that. It might be from brain damage. I don't know. but uh, and It's not a lot, but it's enough to, to make you not like it. Morning report. Despite loss to Dustin Poirier, Max Holloway believes he is still in the mix at light, lightweight. I think he is too, man. That was a great fight, and he's a beast. I would like to see him stick to 145 because some of those guys are, are lightweight are tremendous, and I think that's going to be his biggest problem, the power in there. But, hey, man, he could beat the top guys in there any day, I think. So I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, what else is going on in the news, guys? What do I want to touch up on? Um... Oh, I don't know if you guys heard the story. Uh, Michael Bisming's podcast, Believe You Me, with him and Luis J. Gomez, man. He's down, I guess, in, in South Africa shooting. Michael Bisming is down in South Africa shooting a, a, a movie or a show or something. And he went for a late-night run in an area. They told him not to go for a late-night run, late run. And he got bombarded by a bunch of bums and a bunch of people. And they tried to rob him and took his wallet. And he had to run. It was a crazy story. But... Uh, you know, like these fighters, man, that they, they they go all over the country and they, they into these areas and these bad areas. It doesn't matter how how well you can fight when gangsters rob you with guns and 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 a bunch of people jump out. They jump out. They don't care. And uh, it's just funny hearing the story. Come from Michael Lizzie talk about the story. I enjoyed it very much. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like you know, he's a beast. And it doesn't matter. You could be the former world champ. This that you still got to be watch your ass and watch where you are. Because some of the, you know, some drunk, dweeb nothings could pull out a gun and rob you or, or do something stupid. And, and you're a capable man that, that could have taken for anybody losers because you got, you got you know, you, you got, uh, you know, sidetracked or jumped on while, while you're doing your run or doing something, some sort of activity that you're not even thinking about gangster shit. And that's what happened with Michael Bisley. But luckily he just ran away from the situation and like cops a fake cop car pulled up tried to get him in the car they were probably trying to kidnap him or something it was crazy but uh it was very interesting if you guys get a chance look it up on youtube i'm sure there's a little you know two three minute cut out of uh edited video of him talking about that and uh it was very fun it was very interesting i liked it and uh that's it guys i don't know what's going on in the boxing world let's see I think Joshua is supposed to be fighting soon. Boxing news. You guys should have my boxing news ready. Yeah. Deontay Wilder announces Tyson Fury rematch as duo agree historic. Yes. Are you kidding me? So Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder two will be happening. Second historic second fight. Man, that's what I'm talking about. The best fighting, the best. You know, we got Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua, Mike Tyson's shock admission about the heavyweight. Mike Tyson's shocking admission about about the heavyweight champ. What did Mike Tyson say? Anthony Joshua. I am Mike Tyson, who became the undisputed champion in 1988. And I said, discuss Joshua's chances during his new 
podcast. What did he say? He's really clean. He really looks clean. He's a clean guy. He's a clean fighter. He's a good puncher. You wish the best for him. Tyson won 44 of his 58 fights. Blah, blah, blah. He had, I don't know if he would beat me. My ego says nobody would beat, beat you. But you look at him, man. He just looks beautiful. <laughs> this is Tyson's words. He just looks like a fighter, you know. He looks like he looks like he was born to do what he's doing. He needs more experience, of course, but that will come in life. Despite the big claim, Joshua, whose last fight saw him knock out Alexander Pavatkin in round seven, does not back his chances against Tyson. He told expressly that Mike Tyson would have battered me. There was no way I could have taken on that guy. Oh man, I love. I would have taken the paid check and gotten beat up. You know what I, I did against Klitschko in the sixth round when I took the dive? I'm joking. He went on to claim Tyson may have even sent him to the cameras. He continued, I would have taken the dive against Tyson. He was a beast. I give a little credit and respect to Tyson. I like that. I like that. That Tyson's talking good about him and he's talking good about Tyson. But now, Joshua lets you fight one of these top guys, man. I don't know what this promoter, Eddie Hearn, or whatever the Eddie Hearn is doing, or how these guys are keeping you back, but it's time to fight the top guys. I know he's fighting. Who's he fighting now? He's fighting... Ah, uh, what's this guy's name, man? He's fighting some some dude. I forgot his name. I see the picture right here, but of course they don't have his name. He ain't... He ain't uh... Ah, what the fuck is his name? Sorry, guys. Well, whatever. He's fighting some. He's not a nobody, but, you know, he's not the top guy. I'll tell you that. But uh, I would love to see Joshua fight the top guys right now, like Wilder, like Fury. I would love to see that. Who knows if we will ever get to see Wilder versus Joshua. But Joshua is an excellent fighter, man. He's a respectful dude, and I like what he said about Tyson. Much respect. Uh, that's it, guys. I could go on forever. There's so much news, so many things to talk about. I could talk about this stuff forever. I love you all. Thank you for listening. Make sure you watch the fights tomorrow. UFC Fight Night, Dustin versus Smith. Prelims start at 10 a.m. Main card is at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The fights are in Sweden, Stockholm, Sweden. That's why it's our early show. Uh, like I said, thank you for listening. As I always say, we are God's children equal under one roof. Do not allow politics and media to deter you from how God wants us to treat each other with love, with kindness. Kindness is beauty at its finest. Always remember that. We are brought to you by Inferno Nutrition. Go to infernonutrition.com for your combat recovery. Proteins and much more. This stuff is amazing. It keeps me going every day. Thank you guys. Love you. Peace. Tomorrow, right?